After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is William Lawson, and this is the Morning Report. This is Morning Report 128. Good gracious. 128. I'm super proud of my team and my partners uh, for 128. We are closer to 150. You guys know that I'm a big milestones person, and every 50 for me is a milestone. After, I guess after a while, it'll be every 100, uh, and then maybe it'll get into the thousands. It'll go to 250 first, and then 500, and then 1,000. But I am super excited about 128. I'm as excited about 128 as I was about 1, and 10, and 25, and 50. 128 is fabulous. And today we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're talking about um, Andrew Cuomo goes from being a hero to a zero because of how New York handled uh, COVID-19 and nursing homes. And it was bound to happen. The bromance between President Trump and Twitter has come to an end. It always does. And when these sort of uh, bromances break up, unfortunately, the courts are often, often involved, and it is no different in this particular situation. So this, So instead of listening to what the mainstream media is going to tell you about what Trump's doing and, and the clowns on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, we're actually going to read what we're actually going to read some of the executive order and give you some perspective on exactly what the, 
what, what is going to be expected from social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Tumblr, and some of the others. So Snapchat and the others. So we're going to really dig into that a little bit. And then we're going to wish you a happy weekend. My name is Willie Lawson. This is Fight, this is the Fight Back Media um, Network. This is the Morning Report. We'll be back right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things, in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at arm. Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Alrighty, alrighty, we are doing, we are doing the thing here. Um, this is again Morning Report, a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. I'm sorry, a little tongue-tied there. Um, <clears throat> two things going on that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, Andrew Cuomo, Governor of New York. Uh, this is an article that is available. On TBCTampa.com, TBCTampa.com, uh, our managing editor, Helena Nunn, calls these stories for us, and um, this is the real deal, so you got it, you got to enjoy it. Um, Medicare chief, because you're not, because you're not really going to hear this on CNN, you're not going to hear this on, um, on, you know, on the radio, you're just not going to hear this. Um, Medicare chief, Verma, Verma blast Cuomo for trying to deflect blame 
to the White House for the New York nursing home deaths. You know, we, we learned a few days ago that um, Cuomo actually had to do a little mea culpa because of how they handled nursing homes. They handled nursing homes like business as usual. Someone is in the nursing home, they get sick, and the first thing they do that happens when they're well again is that the hospital ships them out as quickly as they can back to the nursing home, right? Right? Because they want to free up a bed, and we get that, and once they're, they get their, you know, their Medicaid or Medicaid blood out of that patient, there isn't anything else because they're only going to get paid a certain amount and, you know, and who knows when they're going to get paid. So it is best to treat that patient and get that patient back to the nursing home. And this is sort of the, uh, the MO of hospitals when it concerns um, people who are on Medicare and people who are in nursing homes. Now, according to this article that is in, that's on the Fox News website, um, Chief Verna, who is who is in charge of Medicare, basically called Cuomo out for trying to deflect blame onto the president in this particular incident. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the CMS, Administrator Seema Verna fired back at New York Governor Andrew Cuomo Wednesday after he claimed last week to be following what, quote, the Republican administration said to do. And then he said that he's not trying to politicize it, but he just said what the Republican administration said to do when he ordered nursing homes to admit coronavirus patients would have been discharged from hospitals. What he said, what Cuomo said, was saying that that this was an it, that this was a recommendation from the White House and the CDC. And that was never the truth. The coronavirus um, task force and the CDC want to mention that yes, it is going to be possible that there will be people who are in nursing homes who have tested positive for um, COVID-19. Yes, that was, that, that, was a, that was a possibility. And the only way that anybody should be put back there after a positive diagnosis is if the nursing home has a way to make sure that that, that patient is isolated from the rest of the residents at that nursing home. And in most nursing homes, that's that's almost impossible to do, unless you sequester someone in their in, you know what in their room because everything else is congregate. Everybody goes down to the same cafeteria and eats. Uh, I, I, almost everything is congregate. You know the, where people spend their day, not locked up in their room, is congregate. Is everybody's there. So most uh, with most nursing homes, there's really no way to do that um, in a way that's good for the patient. No matter what, Cuomo says that that he, that the Republican administration 
um, said to do, but they never did. Never. And I'll prove it. Here in Florida, where I happen to reside, the governor that has taken the most flack from social media and media has been Governor DeSantis for his, his, the way that he's he's sort of had a very measured measured sort of wait for it kind of approach to this coronavirus Wuhan flu, Hong Kong flu he's had this really sort of measured approach to it and that sort of upset some people who thought that we should be I don't know. They they had said that we would be just like New York. We would just be like we would be just like Italy, um, and none of these things took place. Hmm. Interesting. Now I'm still. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the truth. I'm still not happy with the governor about the uh, the unemployment insurance website. That thing is a cluster. You know what? From hell. And I am very very angry at him and his reaction to it. But in this particular instance, he's handled this other thing very well, and especially the most vulnerable population, the most vulnerable pop- population is in the nursing homes. What we learned early about this, this, this COVID-19, this Wuhan flu, this Chinese, excuse me, co- Chinese Communist Party flu is that the most vulnerable population are old people. And nursing homes, generally speaking, are full of old people, right? Aren't they? So, um, that's the population that really needed to be, really needed to be protected. And it's pretty obvious that Andrew Cuomo did not protect that population by sending people, by basically ordering nursing homes to take people who have been, who had tested positive for COVID-19 and putting them back in that environment. What the hell? Where on the other hand, in Florida, that's exactly what didn't happen. We saw in Washington state that the biggest breakouts, the hot spots were where in care in long term care facilities slash nursing homes. Right. That's where we saw the biggest problem. So what he decided to do was doing something that the hospitals, it was tough for them for the reasons that I stated before, but they were told specifically if there was a patient that was going to a nursing home that had tested positive for for coronavirus or the Wuhan flu or Hong Kong flu or the Chinese the Chinese Communist Party flu, that they were not going to be able to go back into the nursing home that they came from. They were not. Hmm. How was Florida? Do? How did how did Florida do? And how did New York do? Was that part of the deal? Yeah. So in that particular case, you know, Andrew Cuomo has gone from here. And it just gets worse. It just gets worse. In another article, uh, COVID-19 had already killed, uh, already killed thousands of nursing home residents in New York. An estimated 10,000 or more, doubling what the state reports. It's hard to know what's worse, the dying or the lying. 
Under criticism for forcing nursing homes to admit COVID-19 patients, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is trying to shift the blame to President Trump. Don't, don't criticize the state for following the president's policy, Cuomo said at his Saturday news conference. The governor points to a Trump administration statement issued on March 13th. Nope, he twisted the statement. That's not what it said at all. He's trying to find a way to, to get out of this. Um, to the contrary, the, the, um, the CDC uh, was emphatic about the dangers of allowing COVID-19 to invade nursing homes. On March 18th, the CDC stated that once COVID-19 has been introduced into a long-term care facility, it has the potential to result in high attack rates among the residents, staff members, and visitors. The agency warned it is critical that long-term care facilities implement active measures to prevent the introduction of COVID-19. Which seems like, no, 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 no. Don't, no. Don't, if someone's tested, don't put them back there. Right? Interesting. It is amazing. It is likely that 10,000 nursing home residents have died in New York from COVID-19, which is about double what the Cuomo administration is reporting. That is outrageous. That is absolutely, positively outrageous. He's gone from a hero to a zero. All right, we can get back when you're talking about President Trump versus Twitter. The bromance has come to an end. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at Arm Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 
360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. All right, we're back. Apparently, the bromance between Twitter and Trump has ended. As long as Trump got to go on to Twitter and basically say whatever he wanted to say, life was good. And if you had trouble with Twitter, you were kind of on your own. If you were Alex Jones, you were kind of on your own. If you were, um, if you were Willie Lawson, you were kind of on your own. If you, I mean, again, if you were a lot, a lot of people who had trouble over time with Twitter, you were kind of on your own. But this week, Twitter decided, because they were under some pressure from some other people to, I mean, that were asking that Twitter, that Jack actually um, banned at real Donald Trump from actually even being on Twitter. Crazy, ain't it? Uh, yeah, the, the the reason they shouldn't do that is because the dude's the president. So what they thought they would do that it would be okay would is be that they would fact fact check the president. That the president would tweet something and they would fact check the president. Hmm. Well, <laughs> as you can imagine, uh, the president didn't take too kindly to that, uh, and um, well. He um, put out an executive order. I'm not a fan of executive orders. I'm going to tell you that right now. I am not. I didn't like executive orders under the Obama administration. We didn't like them then. We're not crazy about them now. But this is going to be very interesting how this works out. So the... So, so the uh, the executive order is aimed at preventing online censorship. That's what it's aimed at preventing. Um, and it's, it's story time, so get a sandwich. We're gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be reading a little text. I feel like I'm. I'm preaching. Gonna read a few verses from the Bible here. Section two: protections under. Excuse me. Protections against online censorship. Paragraph A. It is the policy of the United States to foster clear ground rules promoting free speech and open debate on the Internet. Prominent among, among the ground rules governing the debate in, is the immunity from liability created by Section 230C of the Communications Decency Act. This section, it is, in, in this section, it is the policy of the United States that the scope of the, that immunity should be clarified. The immunity should not extend beyond its text and purpose to provide protection for those who purport to provide users a forum for free and open speech, but in reality use their powers over over a vital means of communication to engage in deceptive or pretextual actions stifling free speech and open debate by censoring certain viewpoints. Now, if you purport, if you say that this is a free speech forum, if you if you act like that's what it is, 
then you get the protections. Then you get the immunity. But if you are using their powers to engage in deceptive or pretextual actions, pretextual, before people write. So if you're already, if your algorithm is already ready ready to see certain material and get rid of that certain material or or delete it, or flag it, or fact check it, or whatever, then you don't get the immunity. You have to be what you say you're going to be. I don't like that this has ended up like this, that this has happened like this. I was hoping that at some point this would start off as a court case. It would end up in the Supreme Court for sure. And then we would get to see if the Supreme Court would uphold free speech. Or if Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr. Y'all got some more, right? That the kids know that I don't know. I think I think I did pretty well. I got a lot of them. If they would um, live.me. Um, decide that they're no longer going to purport that they are a free speech forum, but they are actually publishers, and that way they can have control over the content that's on their platform. Because if that's the because that if they if if Twitter makes that decision, conservatives are sunk. If Facebook makes that decision. Conservatives are sunk on Facebook. If Instagram makes that decision, because they'll make the same decision that Facebook makes because they're one and the same, then then conservatives are sunk. If any of these platforms make that decision, that they are no longer going to say, we're going to protect ourselves with these immunities, we're just going to say, whatever, sue us. then that's going to be a very bad time for conservatives on the internet. YouTube will, with glee and joy, delete all my videos and all of the Prager videos and all of the Bronze Serpent, um, Zoe Rachel videos and all of the Laura Ingram videos. and all, I mean, all of it will disappear overnight. Because they're not worried about at all, not in the least, about about having immunity. This is the danger of that play. I told you before that I'm I I want to shoot straight with you. I would have loved to have seen this go to court. I would love to beforehand have an alternative to go other than CloudHub right now. L N T B C Tampa dot com. But this is where we are. Section 230C was designed to address early court decisions holding that if an online platform restricted access to some content posted by others, it would thereby become a publisher of all the content posted on the site. Well, that didn't seem right. So if someone posts something on 
I don't know, Twitter, that somehow Twitter was automatically responsible for it because they were a publisher. Well, this section 230C basically makes clear that the provision provides limited liability protection for uh, to, to a provider of the interactive computer service, such as an online platform, the ones we've talked about, that engages in, quote, good Samaritan blocking. Good Samaritan blocking is what? They, they just want to block porn. <laughs> I mean, you know, harmful stuff like people harming themselves, cutting themselves, killing themselves, people being murdered, that kind of stuff. And, of course, people having sex. You guys don't know that Tumblr, Tumblr turned into X-Hamster and Pornhub. It just did. People just went, just people just downloaded and used Tumblr to get free porn. They did. Just letting y'all know. Because, and then as a good Samaritan, I guess, Tumblr decided that they were going to eliminate porn from their platform. And boy, they caught hell from the porn community on, on, on Tumblr. Like they all forgot they were using this stuff for, they were using this thing for free. So this is what this is about. Now, how it's going to work out, I don't know. I tweeted that I'm MAGA all, I'm, folks, I'm MAGA all day long. I wish this had been done differently. I wish this, this had come up through a regular court case. And, and maybe we wouldn't see uh, uh, the knee-jerk reaction that I believe is coming from the um, the major online providers, like, again, the ones I mentioned, Facebook and TikTok and, and Twitter and Instagram and the like. Because I think there's going to be a major knee-jerk knee reaction. Not because they're scared of me, but they're mad at they're they're mad at Trump. It's gonna be crazy. All right, folks, we gotta get out of here and make room for somebody else. Thank you ever so much for dropping by today. We appreciate you greatly, greatly, greatly. Um, listen, make sure you go to the new go to the new website, uh, fightbackmedia.com. Completely redone. It's beautiful. Completely different. Um, completely fu- different fun- functionally. Works a lot better. Looks a lot better. Got to check it out, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. If you want to know more about what what I'm doing here in Tampa Bay, go to tbctampa.com. That's um, uh, a conservative site for and by conservatives in the Tampa Bay area. So you want to check that out. All right, folks. Again, thank you so much. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Act.
Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.